It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. gentlemen welcome to the kennel with myself in dog radio a money bin production yes indeed like and follow the podcast on podbean.com over 5 million downloads of the podbean app to date and excuse me if i'm on fumes there's been a lot going on in the world and i've been pushing out episodes as much as i could and getting all this information for you it is crazy it is absolutely asinine what is going on in america right now it is absolutely asinine what's going on in australia right now it is absolutely asinine what's going on in in uh, new zealand right now it is absolutely asinine what is going on around the world You know, our governments are capitulating us to the new world order. And the title of this episode is going to be Freedom Fighters. With special guest, Susie Dawson, the founder and creator of Panquake.com. It's a freedom social media site. Can you believe it? And, you know, and she's, uh, you know, started it up and she's going to explain more about that in a little bit. But please like and follow the podcast on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and wherever you shall download podcasts. We are all over the place under the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, a Money Bin production. And you can follow my man, Money Bin, yes, on Rumble. That's Money Bin Productions with the Z. Let's get down to business right now and talk about the things that are going on with the big tech companies. And I'd like to thank my last guest for being on. Yes, Miss Tiffany Robb. She was explaining how things are going wrong in the healthcare system as far as taking care of our veterans and seniors in the in the home care facilities. Yes, you know those in-home cares? Yes. The government is ensuing itself upon people. She was just suspended on Twitter because she made comments about Joe Biden. You might not agree with what she said about Josephina Robinette Biden, but it is no call for anyone to be censored or suspended for 12 plus hours on the Twitterverse. And and that's what happened to her. Absolutely crazy. I, I tell you, the Taliban could be on Twitter and do all kinds of gruesome stuff, but the human race cannot. Absolutely incriminating. You know, my man, Ronald Wilson Reagan, said these words. Listen. Listen very carefully. You ready? All right. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. He is absolutely correct. I am from the government and I'm here to help. And they're helping themselves with big tech. And let me tell you something. There are Republicans and Democrats that are in line with the big tech companies. Their pockets are being lined up by lobbyists. So they're not looking out for you or I. These parties have already left us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. They're just trying to so-called buy our trust and buy our votes. And we know it's a bunch of baloney. God's going to deal with all of this. 
I hate to tell you this out there, you rhinos and you tards. God is going to deal with you on a level that you've never been dealt with before. And I'm not going to waste any time on you because you're not worthy of my time being wasted talking to you until I'm blue in the face because you're going to see what Jesus Christ has in store for you in the end. Coming up on the other side, Miss Susie Dawson of Panquake.com. It's going to be an interesting interview, so let's get right to it. We're coming back in a minute on the other side of the kennel right here on Podbean.com, a Money Bin production. Please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Gather, and all other forms of social media that I'm on. And Pauler, yes, Dog Radio. Let's turn it up and get loose. Money Bin, roll it. Back in a minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs. Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Nike is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. He shoots straight from the hip, and if you don't like it, go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Vin Dog Radio. Welcome back to the show. Yes, indeed, myself, Vin Dog Radio, inside the kennel, right here on Podbean.com. And don't forget to follow Money Bin Productions on Rumble. That's right, you can follow us on Rumble at Money Bin Productions with the Z. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you that we're going to have an awesome guest, and she has just started her own independent form of social media, and I think it's going to be awesome. Yes, uh, she is the founder of Panquake, Miss Susie Dawson. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So let everybody know uh, how you came up with the concept of uh, starting this. Sure. So... I'm sure a lot of people, if you have Netflix anyway, might have seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma. And there's an increasing consciousness now in general about how corporations are misusing our data, collecting our data, selling our data to God knows who. We have very little control over it. Mm -hmm. And there's very little transparency about what's actually going on. And I'm sure you would have heard also that there is ever more prevalent censorship 
on social media. The corporations and the government are controlling our ability to reach people, controlling mm-hmm. who can see our messages and receive our communications. And I saw this happening a lot with uh, social media users and my friends and also with myself. I had a pretty decent-sized following on social media. Um, I had somewhere around 5 million impressions a month. And then after a series of algorithm changes, that plunged to about 1.5 million impressions a month. And I realized that less and less of the people who wanted to see my content were actually able to see it. And that's not cool with me. Like it should be up to the individuals, to the users to freely associate with whoever they want to, to be able to read and consume any content that they want to. And as a software development manager, I decided that, rather than just sitting back and watching this like slide into all of our communications being controlled by people who don't have our best interests at heart, that it was time to not just hope for a solution, but actually to build one. And so I got together with some amazing friends and talented people and started Panquake.com, a next generation social media solution. Mm-hmm. So tell us what's going to make this totally different from uh, social media giants like uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook. I like to call it that. Um, and, uh, you know, the like Instagrams and all of that. Just can you break it well, down? Yeah, there's so many differences between us and the corporations. First of all, we're an independent company. We're constitutionally and our company committed to not selling. So we will not sell the company but we also won't sell your data because we don't collect your data. So you can get a Panquake account without telling us your email address or your phone number. We don't collect any personal information. It's totally up to the users whether they want to self-identify on their profiles or not. And we are, to support our network, we're not taking money from venture capital companies. We're not taking it from corporations or government or security agencies. We're just taking money from our users crowdfunded. So the build of this application is completely crowdfunded. We've raised about $150,000, $140,000 so far towards our build. And we've been building away happily all year, putting this together. And we've had thousands of people just give really small amounts of money to help us to build this platform for them. And then the network itself is sustained by the users. So we charge a flat fee of every user of $5 per month and that gets them all of our amazing services, freedom from their data being collected and sold by corporations, freedom from surveillance or their personal data being collected and a whole suite of amazing new functionality as well that lets them do really cool stuff like this features where you can send a message to all of your followers and 100% of your followers will receive that message where followers can choose to automatically share your content to their timelines and so their followers can see it. Even if they're asleep or not at the computer, they can elect to have their account sharing your information if they want to do that. So it just it lets you connect with people far more easily and get your messages and your content out um, far and wide without any interference by corporations. And our platform is completely 100% advertising free. You only see the content that you elect to see by following those accounts that you follow. You don't ever get inundated with God knows what advertising from where or who. Mm -hmm. Because I know the tech giants like Twitter, 
They love putting people in prison on Twitter, of course, or suspending your account or banning you permanently like they did uh, our former president, uh, Donald Trump. So it's it's been a real struggle for a lot of people to be on these platforms because sometimes we second guess. Of course, we have that right to second guess, especially if they're going to, you know, say that it's going to be a free form and it's really not. And now it's like they become a media base company for the left. Well, to be fair, both right wing and left wing activists are being censored because the government, because what the government and the security agencies don't like is change. They want to keep everything the way it is with them in control. Mm -hmm. So they don't like, they don't like change for the right or change for the left. They just want to keep everything status quo. So Mm -hmm. you're totally correct that that type of shadow banning goes on. And Panquake is a blockchain based solution. So one of the, the huge differences between Panquake and Big Tech is that because all of the content is posted to the blockchain and the blockchain is public, any moderation of content or of users is easily accessible and observable by every participant in the network. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we go delete some like child porn on our network, we moderate some nasty child porn, you're going to see we moderated this user on this day at this time. And this is the record that we moderated. And this is why, because it was was child pornography. Whereas with like Twitter and Facebook, they're constantly moderating and you don't know who they're doing it to, why they're doing it, when they're doing it. You don't know the circumstances. Occasionally you hear an outcry about one person or another getting censored, but in reality, that censorship's going all day and night every day. And we just, we don't see it. So Panquake makes the moderation completely transparent to everyone so our users can hold us to account. Yeah, and basically I realized like when you put out some truth on these uh, social media sites, they love to demonetize you and it's really sad. Yeah, they're coming after people financially, absolutely. I mean, ultimately they want to control who you can talk to, who you can have relationships with and what you can say and when you can say it. And they give enhanced ability to achieve reach to corporations and governments and they suppress, you know, us, the little people. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, you can find uh, Susie Dawson on Twitter. She's still on Twitter. I, I saw your account and I find, and I finally got a chance to add you. So uh, <laughs> cool. we're going to continue the good fight until it's all over <laughs> on these, on these big tech platforms. I'm not going to go away until they push me away. But I am trying to push people to join Panquake because I think this is a great alternative to all of the nonsensical things that are going on with the big tech giants. Yeah, well, we live in a world full of problems and the problems just get worse and worse. And it's so rare for us to have a solution, you know, to have an opportunity to push things back the way that they should be. And Panquake is one of those really rare opportunities where if enough of us band together and support it, that we really can regain our human rights to freedom of association, freedom of speech, freedom of communication. These are like the core values that mm-hmm. our team really care about, freedom of information. We don't want to live in a world where there's only one narrative that's allowed to be adopted or right. learned or studied. Like It's really important that people can see a full spectrum of thought and of opinion and of information. 
and that they then have the freedom to make up their own minds. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be being told what to think. Yeah. And unfortunately, on both sides of the aisle, a lot of these people are in the pockets with these companies. That's why nothing has ever been really done about it. And they pretend that they're going to do something about it, but it still gets in a, you know, put in a cliffhanger is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, totally. And, you know, also the, just this whole divide and conquer, especially that's going on right now around the pandemic, but we saw it, we saw it in 2016 as well. Everything's really factionalized and there's just rife like tribalism and the corporations benefit from that. They love it. They encourage it. They profit from it. And that's, you know, when you, when you restrict people's ability to communicate freely and when you constrain them like that, they end up really polarized and it's really unhealthy for the society as a whole. Absolutely. Everyone gets otherized, you know, and then there's no bridge building and it's just really horrible. And I I can see that Panquake in so many ways is going to give people the ability to conversate and to um, have relationships with different types of people in an environment where um, they aren't penalized for what they think. Right. And that's a good thing. That is absolutely one heck of a good thing to hear. Um, how, like, like what made you, I mean, how, how am I going to put this? How in the world did you decide to do this? And was it like in the middle of the night on the weekend <laughs> conversation at the dinner table? Like, like what happened? So, I mean, I could credit a few influences. One of my big influences is my friend Julian Assange from WikiLeaks. Um, he was identifying the increasing censorship that Twitter was engaged in as far back as 2016, 2017. He did a series of tweets about it. He specifically called for a decentralized alternative to Twitter, a cryptographic alternative. Cryptographic meaning the ability to verify the integrity of the data and that it's not being meddled with. Um, so a lot of what Panquake is doing is in line with that ethos of um, data integrity and protecting the user. Um, everything about the way we've designed our application is for the benefit of the user, not for ourselves. We actually didn't want a centralized service. When I said earlier to you that we've made it so that we can't sell the company, we actually took it a step beyond that. We've made it so that we don't have anything to sell. So <laughs> we don't collect, we don't have email lists. We don't have user lists in, in a sense that we could package them and sell them to a purchaser. We don't collect any of the data. Everything's either open and public or stays on the user device. So users' devices keep all of their Panquake data on the device. It doesn't go to some centralized server like Facebook or Twitter. Um, so Julian was definitely an influence. He's been a, a wonderful person in my life, um, very supportive of me and, and vice versa, and he deserves all the support we can give him, especially at this time with what he's going through. You know um, what? But there were, there were others as well. Go ahead. Um, you know, that guy does inspire me, especially when he put out the truth on his website. I'm like, wow, WikiLeaks is really putting out some stuff. This is nuts. And you know, sometimes people get caught up in the rapture of the mainstream media and they don't realize like the mainstream media does not want you to know a lot of stuff. And so they're going to debunk things that WikiLeaks was trying to put out. And now they're trying to penalize the guy. If you noticed, it's insane what's really happening right now. 
Yeah, I certainly have noticed. Um, his mother is a really good friend of mine and Julian and I were in contact up until he was um, basically kidnapped from the Ecuadorian embassy in London and put in jail in the UK. Julian is the real deal. He's a freedom fighter. He believes in freedom of information. He believes that the people should have information about those who are in power and that those who are in power should not have information about the people. That's the core ethos of, of WikiLeaks. And um, our model certainly would um, help and assist with that type of putting the power back in the hands of the people and taking away from the corporations, which, as you can imagine, has made us a few enemies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm down with that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's so necessary. It's so necessary that we have the ability to communicate and talk to each other. The worst thing that can happen to us is that we're isolated or that um, our relationships are, are broken. And, and that's exactly what happens. There, there's like unfollowings on Twitter where people who follow you just get unfollowed and they don't realize it and you don't realize it. And uh -huh. you think you're not really friends anymore because you're not really talking. And then you get together months later and discover, hey, we were our relationship was actually like severed, like electronically severed. Mm -hmm by this platform. Same thing with Facebook and YouTube. YouTube will unsubscribe people from you. Facebook will mysteriously not ever show anyone your content. And instead you're sitting there looking at like Raytheon ads or like Gillette ads or something instead of seeing yeah. what the people who you actually want to see content from, you never get to see it. So mm -hmm. Panquake is just trying to restore that balance. And you know, we really are powerful when we all band together. All of us little people with our five bucks a piece actually can mount a challenge to these corporations and take back some of the power that they keep stealing from us. Absolutely. And how the, now that you mentioned Facebook, um, they do sell information. Um, so does Twitter. I mean, that's why they have those huge sponsor uh, billboards on there. Every time, like you said, like Gillette or uh, Frito-Lay potato chips, and I can't stand them. But, you know, I always <laughs> see these advertisements, and I'm like, dude, they're really selling our information. They're making money off of us, but they want to give us rules to follow. So, basically, they're oh, not really a God, social yeah. network. They're really a media company now. Yeah, and that's the funny thing, because, you know, people will say... Oh, but Twitter is free. You don't have to pay for Twitter. The reason you don't have to pay for Twitter is because you're the product. Mm -hmm. You're not the customer. Mm -hmm. You're the product. So they suck you in. They tell you that they're providing you with a service. And then they literally, you wouldn't even believe the things that they're actually collecting from you. What time you log on, what time you log off, how long you were on for, who you interacted with in that period, how many times, you know, which exact buttons you pressed all this data gets packaged up and used to profile you. What keywords are in your tweets? You know, what, what keywords and other tweets prompted you to actually reply to that tweet? What mm -hmm. keywords and other tweets didn't prompt you to reply? And they swap and change the content they put on your timeline to get you to um, engage more with the advertising content, with the sponsored content. They mm -hmm. mess with the hashtags. They pick what is allowed to trend and what's not allowed to trend, et cetera, et cetera. And they take all that data and they sell it to hundreds, thousands of companies all around the world, big tech networks, big ad networks, big data networks. 
It's just unbelievable. And they spy on you, literally. They listen through your microphones to your conversations. They hear the words that you're saying and then they suck that into the advertising algorithms to feed you back um, targeted advertising. Like, you, I don't know if you saw the famous video where the girl sits there, she doesn't have a dog, but she sits there talking about dog food for 10 minutes and then opens up Google and there's dog food ads all over yeah. Google. This is how they're doing it. They're literally spying on us. It's just abhorrent. It's immoral and it's got to come to an end. And, you know, Panquake guarantees that we do not require your microphone or your camera. Um, we don't require access to it to use our platform. We don't have all of these crazy permissions. We don't want to know who your contacts are on your phone. We don't ingest any of that information. So because we don't ingest it, we can't sell it. Mm-hmm. We literally have nothing to sell. Right. And you know, um, Google is uh, actually, I heard they're working with channel, I mean, China uh, to do a social credit score system. And uh, basically what you're saying is true because whatever you do on social media, they're trying to make it a part of your social credit score now. Absolutely. And Australia, I don't know if you're aware of it, has just passed new legislation. We, um, Panquake actually has a blog uh, called Talk Liberation. It's, you can find it at talkliberation.substack.com. And we write articles just um, aggregating all the news all around the world about big tech and social media and surveillance and privacy intrusions right. on users to educate our community and to educate ourselves and you'll see we just yesterday published a big piece about what's happening in Australia um, the Australian police can now write themselves a warrant and take over your social media accounts and impersonate you and use your social media accounts to gather information in their investigations in order to combat online abuse what they call online abuse and they are going to quote de-anonymize the internet to introduce a social credit system Mm -hmm. uh, which will be linked to people's passports. So you're absolutely correct. This is the next step for these people. Censorship wasn't enough for them. Profiling us wasn't enough for them. Invading our privacy and selling our data wasn't enough for them. Now they want to grade us. They Mm want to grade us and discriminate against us based on whether or not they like what we say and who we talk to. Exactly. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. That's a part of this thing I've been doing episodes on uh, called the great reset. And they've talked about things like this and, you know, countries are enacting it and people are not paying attention. And then they caught, they get caught blindsided. Well, yeah, they're just waging social warfare against the population and economic warfare against the population um, to keep them down and and destructed. Absolutely. And, you know, the only counter to that historically is when people get together and organize, when people educate each other, when people take action together and push back. And these platforms are geared to making sure that we can't do that and to suppressing our ability to do that they literally are restricting social progress for the human race. And mm-hmm. we have got to build tools where we can communicate, where we can organize and where we can 
educate each other and activate um, to make change and push back. It's our only hope. Mm -hmm. So you're out of England right now, right? No, I'm in New Zealand, but I'm in Europe. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, New Zealander. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Now I, I played something uh, about a few weeks ago about the guy that runs New Zealand. I think he's a prime minister. Uh, Jacinda Ardern as a female. Oh, yeah. okay. But I guess one of the guys he was on the he was on the thing saying that uh, they're gonna uh, drag people. I think it was a health minister or something. He was gonna drag people out of their houses. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, there is pretty draconian technical surveillance going on in New Zealand at the moment under the guise of public health. They are instructing everybody to turn Bluetooth on on their phones, which is an extremely, from a data digital security perspective, reckless because anybody's phone can be hackable if you run around with Bluetooth turned on. It means every device can Mm -hmm. see the existence of your device and or connect to your device. Um, They're doing all types of surveillance measures there, which I'm definitely from a civil liberties and human rights perspective completely opposed to. Um, but also there's a whole lot of, like I said, the divide and conquer agenda going on um, and a lot of social pressure being applied to people uh, to sever friendships and relationships that they have based on uh, whether or not that person is complying with the government narrative. And I find that to be really dangerous. Like oh, yeah. I, had, I actually last week, in a single week, I had a group of people trying to pressure me not to be friends with a friend, a very good friend of mine, who's very pro-vax. This person has been vaccinated and is very pro-vax. And I had people telling me I shouldn't associate with him because of that. And then conversely, I had another group of people telling me that I should not be friends with and I should cut off a friend of mine who is not, who's anti-vax, who won't take the vaccine. And I'm sitting here with these two groups of people on each side of me trying to pressure me for opposite reasons. And I'm just telling them both, hang on a second, you guys don't get to tell me who I can be friends with. You don't get to tell me, you don't get to tell me that (laughs) I have to pick and choose my friends according to whether or not they believe what the government and the media tells them or, you know, Mm -hmm. I just, I won't, I won't discriminate in that way. Um, I believe that my friends have the right to their own opinions, the right to their own choices, Mm -hmm. the right to their own bodies. They should be able to choose for themselves whether or not they want to be vaccinated. They should be able to choose for themselves whether they want to talk about vaccines or not talk about vaccines. Exactly. Panquake panquake is for people who want to tweet about nothing but cats. It's for people who want to talk about vaccines, people who don't want to talk about vaccines. The whole point of freedom of speech and freedom of communication is that everybody needs to have the same right to communicate, to express themselves, to form relationships and to um, educate themselves and other people, regardless of what their opinion is. I mean, I'm sure you and I have some very like opposing positions on politics, but I need you to be able to express your view in order for me to be a well-rounded individual. I need that. I can't just have a world full of robots who all believe what I believe. Exactly. And that's what's wrong with society right now. People are, are not allowed to disagree of some sorts anymore. But I say sometimes you ha- have to, you know, listen to eat both sides. And that way you come to some type of common ground and you build a better relationship with people that way. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, actually in the movement to free Julian Assange from Belmarsh, where he's unjustly locked up right now, I've seen that when you have a single cause, that a single goal, like to free Julian, you get people from all walks of life and all political persuasions coming together and working together and forming relationships with each other to achieve this goal. And you don't actually have to profile each other and like excommunicate anyone who doesn't agree with you or any of that nonsense, you know? And so people can work together even when they do have differences and do really important and really good things. And that's why we need to have platforms that will facilitate that type of relationship building and not just like, oh, it's a right-wing platform. Oh, it's a left-wing platform. Oh, it's a whatever. Like, no, we need a place that is for everybody. Democratic rights and civil rights and civil liberties are for everybody. They're not for one side, one wing, one opinion, one whatever. It is for everyone. Exactly. And Panquake gets rid of all the gang warfare that the public, I mean, that the governor is, government is doing to people. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the funny thing about Panquake. You know, lots of people say, what's going to happen when the FBI come knocking on your door and say they want the data? And the, the simple answer to that is, we don't have the data. <laughs> we don't collect it. So mm-hmm. we've got nothing to give them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the answer, the answer to anyone wanting that from us is, well, if you pay five bucks a month, you can join Panquake. You can get a copy of our blockchain. You can look up all the public records because all the content is public anyway. It's all intended for public use. But sorry, we don't have the data. Sorry, we can't give you lists of people, you know, we don't have it. So, yeah, we're really trying to protect our users and also protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, sh- I should mention too, because the other question I get asked all the time is about like, oh, you know, Amazon Web Services cutting off um, sites it doesn't like or social media alternative platforms. Um, for that reason, we've put a lot of time and effort into setting up the back end of Panquake in a way that that won't happen to us. So, we are registered in the Cook Islands and the beautiful Pacific Ocean, far away from the US. Nice. <laughs> and our, all of our data is hosted in Iceland. Iceland has extremely strong internet freedom laws, um, is absolutely the best place for us to be hosting our application um, data. And also Iceland is uh, hydroelectric and um, geothermal energy as well. So none of the issues that some of the blockchain um, companies are having there around energy consumption. Sheesh. That's good to know. (laughs) Very good to know. Because a lot of people have concerns about that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And particularly where where blockchain um, is concerned because traditional blockchain mining um, of nodes does consume large amounts of energy, but um, our blockchain is something called uh, proof of authority instead of proof of work. So it's less computationally expensive, but also being in Iceland, we're on green energy anyway, on, on sustainable energy. That so yeah, awesome. we're just, we're just now hitting it to, we're just preparing for our beta release. So we are inviting 5,000 uh, users to our first 5,000 users to join the platform and to, help test it in the beta period. Um, Anyone who's wanting to be a part of that, you're welcome to apply to be a beta user. 
at panquake.com slash 5,000. Um, and in the meantime, we really just need as many people who really want to embrace an alternative to the big tech dystopia that we're all being subjected to currently to support the crowdfunding pan, uh, campaign at panquake.com slash donate. And if you really care about these types of issues and you want to stay abreast of them, talklibration.substack.com has all of the news and, um, you know, internet-related news from around the world about big tech surveillance, censorship, privacy, data breaches, all of that kind of stuff. So please jump on board and join us, support us, and help us get this over the line. Awesome, Susie. We're going to continue conversations in the near future about this, and hopefully there's a lot of progress made with this because I think this is a great venture that you guys have uh, stumbled upon, and I think it's really cool. Thank you. And I'm going to shout out one of our executives, our chief security officer, his name's Sean O'Brien. He's actually the founder of Yale Privacy Lab at Yale School of Law. Okay. He is an amazing freedom fighter for digital freedoms, internet freedoms, um, and he's joined us full time and he's been an integral part of helping me to design this network. So check him and his work out. He's super, super cool. Okay, cool. Well, let's stay in touch and, uh, you know, let's make this work. I, I, I believe this is going to happen. Like you said, if people band together and just fight for the rights of freedom. Absolutely. And at the end of every month, we do a public presentation online, which you can see on our website too. If you go to pancreate.com and click on tech, you can go back and see our monthly updates from all through this year. We really transparently show everyone exactly where we're at in the build phase and what we're working on next, et cetera. So you can keep an eye on how the development progresses. But yeah, a huge thank you to everyone who gets on board and supports us because it's us little people banding together that actually can push back against these corporations. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Miss Susie Dawson from panquake.com. Please log on to panquake.com right now. You can also follow Susie Dawson on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes, you can. All right. Cool. Thank you so much for listening to Inside the Kennel right here on podbean.com, a money bin production. We will see you next time. Take care. God bless. And we will talk soon. See you real soon, sucker. 